0: Welcome to another COVID chat with Kat. Today, Captain Ray Weiser, the Deputy State Surgeon, is joining us to go over the exemption processes for the Army. Captain Weiser, you're gonna discuss a little bit about the medical exemption, the religious exemption, and the administrative exemption processes. Why don't we start with medical exemption? Can you explain that to me?
1: Sure. So a medical exemption, um, the first thing you're gonna wanna do is you're gonna wanna inform your commander that you're you're trying to get a medical exemption. Uh, Your commander's gonna have a counseling that they're gonna do with you. Uh, you're going to watch a, a COVID video, and then your next job is to go out to your primary care manager, your civilian doctor, uh, talk to them, and gather um, the chart notes from them on why you need that exemption. So we need to see an ICD-10 code on there, as well as a little conversation from your, uh, your physician on why, why you should have an exemption. That's all going to come back to me in my office, and we are going to get that in front of one of our military providers for a review. Uh, and on concurrence with that military provider, we're gonna write a couple of memos and we're gonna shoot that up to NGB for their their final determination on that exemption.
0: Okay, and a religious, excuse me, a religious exemption, is that the same kind of process?
1: Uh, It's actually, it's much more complicated on the religious side of the house. So again, you're gonna talk to your commander and you're gonna tell him that you would like to pursue a religious exemption. Um, You're again gonna be counseled, Uh, you're gonna watch a video, and then your your next job is to write a soldier memo on why you believe that you need a religious exemption. And commanders have examples of that memo that they've that we've pushed out through our channels uh, over the past several months. And if they need if the commanders need it again, they can just get a hold of me and we'll push that back out to them. Um, once I get the soldier memo down uh, from uh, from the soldier and the commander, I'm going to take that counseling and I'm going to take the uh, the memo and I'm going to push that over to the chaplain. And the chaplain is going to contact that soldier and they're going to talk through their, the the reasons for why they're pursuing that and then the chaplain's going to provide a recommendation um, on what they're going to do i'm going to get that back from the chaplain um, and then i'm going to have a command memo that needs to get accomplished so the command is tracking that the soldier is uh, requesting that exemption once i get the memo back from the commander i'm going to push that up to a provider, and the provider is going to take a look at that packet and determine if there's any clinical indications on why a soldier should or should not have a religious exemption, and the provider will write a memo. Once I get all of that back, I am then going to talk to the JAG, and the JAG is going to take a look at the documentation for legal sufficiency and provide a recommendation. And then we're going to push all of that up to the TAG for a final recommendation uh, and, and memo from the TAG. And then once I get that back from the tag I'm going to push that up through NGB channels uh, to the Surgeon General for a determination on whether or not that exemption will be accepted or not.
0: A lot more steps than that one.
1: Uh, absolutely, yes ma'am. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So if, if either of those decisions comes back as uh, a no-go, mm-hmm. is there an appeal process?
1: Uh, there is. So on the medical side of the house, if a, if a, if a medical ex- exemption is denied by any provider uh, in Wyoming, that goes to the state surgeon for a determination on whether or not we should push that up. If the state surgeon agrees with the provider, then that's where the appeal process stops and the soldier then is referred back to the command for uh, denial counseling um, for, the, for that shot in that series. Um, on the religious side of the house, the appeal process goes direct to, um, direct to NGB and NGB will, ha- will take that through channels to handle those appeals. And generally on those appeals, they need to be requested from the soldier within a fairly fairly quick time frame, three to five days, um, so we can get that pushed back up. There's no definitive guidance out there yet from uh, NGB on how fast that happens uh, for National Guard soldiers that I've seen. And, you know, as soon as we get it, we're going to communicate with that soldier, and we're going to get that appeal if the soldier would like to do that. Um, we're going to shoot it back up the chain as fast as we possibly can.
0: Okay. And... If all comes back as unapproved and I'm required to get the, the vaccination, what does the refusal process look like if I still don't want the shot?
1: Sure, so the denial process goes through three, three different steps and you get, essentially get three chances to, um, to say, no thanks, this isn't for me. And in that first step, you've got, you actually complete it when you first talk to the commander saying, no, I don't want the shot, I wanna go through the exemption process. So that's denial number one. Um, Denial number two is after you, uh, after you get that exemption back um, and you've gone through any appeal process if you do have to do that, um, and, and you, still don't get the, you still don't wanna get the shot, then that's denial number two. And then you're gonna get another month on the Army side um, to think about those, those actions and, and then you're gonna go through denial number three. And at, at denial number three, that's when it comes back up to my office so that I can keep track of all of that information and then report it back to, through command channels to the a tag and the tag on what the determination on what the what that um, uh, the punishment phase essentially looks like it's not necessarily punishment but um, yeah what that looks like
0: and are there um, natural consequences we'll call them if you are refusing the vaccination such as going to trainings or schools um, without having gone through the process
1: uh, so there are. So right now TRADOC has pushed out that no soldier is allowed to go to school unless they are, uh, they are vaccinated after December 15th. So any soldier leaving for school after December 15th that is an unvaccinated or does not have an approved exemption, is all the way through the exemption process, cannot attend uh, a military training installation to uh, to attend a class.
0: Okay. Okay. So the refusal process, does that have an end point to it? Is there a, a decision that's been made as far as if I absolutely refuse, what's going to happen to me?
1: Not yet, no. So we're still waiting on what they're calling phase two um, of the, the exemption process. So we're, we're waiting for definitive guidance on what the, the complete ramifications for a soldier are all the way up and through separation from National Guard Bureau for any soldier that is to uh, decline the COVID vaccination.
0: Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Captain Weiser, for sharing your information with us. I hope that clears up a lot of confusion and miscommunication that might be out there. Um, If you hear any rumors or have any questions, of course, feel free to contact us and we will make sure to answer those questions. You can contact us through the Wyoming Military Department page through the contact us icon or the Facebook page, or you can also email wildguard at gmail.com. Thanks.